0: Oh my God.
1: You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio.
2: The word Israel was first presented in the Bible as a name given to Jacob after he fought an angel. Its meaning was a man who has struggled with God and is commonly translated as God prevails or man seeing God. Many have argued that the word Israel in the Bible does not refer to a place but rather a believer or a group of believers in God. Others believe the land known as Palestine was where the biblical state of Israel once stood. And in the 17th century, Sabbatai Zevi was the first Jew to try and resettle there. Sabbatai Zevi claimed to be the Messiah and amassed a large Jewish following that engaged in ritual sex orgies and the defilement of God's law. In the spring of 1666, they were planning to be the first Jewish settlement in Palestine. But things changed when Sabbatai was arrested and thrown in jail. His radical movement continued with the Frankism movement, and Zionism became more political. Although they claimed to be secular, the Zionists flooded the temples with prayers for a return to Zion and a restoration of the Jewish state. But the rabbis rejected them. In 1885, the rabbis wrote that we consider ourselves no longer a nation, but a religious community, and we therefore expect neither a return to Palestine nor a sacrificial worship under the sons of Aaron, nor the restoration of any of the laws. While the rabbis offered no support, the Zionists garnered the support of the British Crown as early as 1841 and they were funded by the Rothschild banking dynasty, otherwise known as the Bank of England. So the crown was likely involved from the start. In 1897, the political intent to recreate the state of Israel was made official to the public. And in 1917, under the British government's Balfour Declaration, British troops seized control of Palestine on behalf of the Zionists. In 1922, the League of Nations adopted the declaration. And in 1947, the United Nations granted parts of Palestine to the Zionists. Between 1947 and 1949, Palestinians were made refugees and kicked out of the homes of their ancestors. Hundreds of villages were destroyed, and thousands of Palestinians were murdered in a series of massacres known as the Nakba. The Zionists killed Palestinian Muslims, Christians, and Jews. The Zionists claimed to be non-religious, but they were mostly Ashkenazi Jews. The Ashkenazi can be traced back to the Khazars, the progenitors of rabbinic Judaism. The Khazar Khaganate was a major empire in what is now Ukraine, Georgia, Armenia, Azerbaijan, and parts of Russia, Turkey, and Iran. It was ruled by the Khazars, but made up of several diverse nomadic tribes. In the year 740, the Khazars mass converted to Judaism. Synagogues and schools were built, and rabbinic Judaism was born. The original Jerusalem Talmud was replaced by the recently codified Babylonian Talmud, which was based on Babylonian philosophy and became the mainstream thanks to the Khazars and the Zionists. Some Christians believe that this is the synagogue of Satan written about in the Bible, which say they are Jews and are not. And many other Christians have become Zionists themselves. The Zionists have tremendous support from American megachurches and Christian evangelicals many of whom believe that as the world becomes a fiery hell, they will be saved and brought to an eternal paradise. But in order for this to happen, the Temple of Solomon must be rebuilt, and two-thirds of the Jewish people must perish. According to the Bible, King Solomon's temple was constructed in 957 B.C. and destroyed in 586 B.C., rebuilt again in 516 B.C., and destroyed again in the year 70 A.D., Many Christians and Jews believe that this temple must be rebuilt in order for their Messiah to come. But there is something in its way. Originally built near the end of the 7th century, the Al-Aqsa Mosque is considered one of the three holiest sites in Islam. Islam teaches that this is where the Prophet Muhammad ascended to heaven. The Temple Mount has been occupied by Israel ever since the Six-Day War of 1967, and now it looks like they are ready to complete their mission. This is the holy war that sane people have feared and zealots have prayed for. They want you to pick a side and kill each other. But we can always choose peace and learn to love our neighbors. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
1: It's Wednesday, October 18th, year of our Lord, 2023. And... You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies
3: and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Okay, Very big show we have for you today. We will, of course, be talking quite a bit about the massive attack yesterday, the destruction of the last Baptist hospital in Gaza I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I know who it is I'm pretty sure we have the answer to the mystery but there there are some questions out there there are some conflicting reports and we'll get into the uh, legitimacy of those reports. I, I don't want to spend all the show on this but there's so much. Evidence on both sides. There's so much uh, fallout to this with American embassies, Israeli embassies being raided, set on fire, rocks thrown at them everywhere from Lebanon to Turkey. Massive diplomatic uh, outcomes to this being the Biden had several meetings with Middle East leaders canceled. Uh, Iran putting out an official statement on their Twitter saying time is up. In an obvious overt threat to Israel, the fallout to this still to be seen how great it is, but we'll cover all of that as well as some other hints that we are in fact dead set on starting World War III over Israel. There is some American political news. We'll get to that as well. Let's just get into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 18th of October, 2023. Biden admin to ask Congress for $100 billion in Ukraine-Israel aid. The Biden administration plans to ask Congress for $100 billion in Ukraine and Israel aid, Bloomberg reported Tuesday. President Biden is considering a supplemental request of approximately $100 billion that would include defense assistance for Israel and Ukraine, alongside border security funding and aid to nations in the Indo Pacific, including Taiwan, according to people familiar with the matter. Biden has pledged support for Israel in the wake of the deadly attack earlier this month by Hamas, a group designated by the U.S. and EU as terrorist organizations. And of course, the The most interesting thing to that uh, to me in this is that they're actually funding border security. Now, whether that means they're actually funding some sort of program to secure the border or whether that just means we're spending more money to more expediently bring in millions of people, I guess that's yet to be seen. But the fact that they're asking for border security only now, it's only now once Israel is subject to a terrorist attack do The Democrats decide that maybe having a completely open border with, you know, mortal enemies able to flood through our security. Maybe that's not the best idea. When it's the American people, well, you just have to deal with it. But when Israel comes under threat, the transfer stops immediately. It's pretty incredible. Arab leaders refuse to meet Biden as protests rage around the world after Gaza hospital strike. As expected, the fallout of the Al, Al-, Al- Ali Baptist hospital bombing has been swift with a domino effect of negative consequences both for diplomacy and on the Arab street. The situation outside the U.S. Embassy in Beirut is deteriorating overnight with reports of riot police and tear gas being deployed against large crowds waving Hezbollah flags. But more importantly, just as Air Force One is departing Washington for Israel, the White House has canceled the entire an entire leg of Biden's trip to Jordan. The, confrontation, uh, the confirmation was issued within the same hour that Arab leaders announced they were unwilling to meet Biden, given the U.S. is Israel's biggest funder and supporter. Again, we'll get into this. We'll show you some videos of what Biden was doing in the Middle East yesterday. And yes, it is as pathetic and embarrassing as everything he does in public. But I think it's an important note to pay attention to that everything that Israel does, America gets the blame for. I get the blame for. You get the blame. We Americans get the blame when Israel does something like bombs a hospital to smithereens. It's our embassies that gets attacked. It's our people that receive the hatred for very good reason because Israel's only able to do what it's doing because it has America backing it up and facilitating its every move. So this is, this is the cost we pay for this very valuable alliance we have with Israel. I mean, we get the blame for all of the attacks that they make. We get to pay for all of their military infrastructure. We get to send American lives to be risked, uh, in this conflict. Uh, in exchange, we get, um, we get, uh, no, I'm sure there's something. Sorry, I'm just racking my brain here. So we get the blame for all the attacks. So we support a murderous genocidal regime. Uh, they get weapons and money and support. And we get um... – well, anyway, I'm, I'm sure somebody can tell me what the benefit is here, but uh, I'm, I just – it's I'm, my mind is blanking right now. I just – I can't figure it out. From uh, Sky News, Israel-Hamas war: at least at least 500 people killed in hospital bombing in Gaza, Palestinian officials claim. Uh, the rumored death toll is even higher, of I think 500 is about the uh, top number in the um, official numbers. The Israeli Defense Force says it's investigating the attack on the Anglican-run Alhi Arab Hospital in northern Gaza. Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, called for hospitals to be protected after it was hit by Israeli fire on Saturday because patients couldn't be safely evacuated. Now, at least 500 people have been killed in the bombing of a hospital in Gaza City. The Palestinian health ministries claimed Palestinian officials would point the finger at Israel for the attack. But Jerusalem says the Palestinian Islamic Jihad group was responsible for the blast on the Al- Al-Arabi hospital, an accusation the Islamic, Islamist, uh, Islamist militant group denies. The IDF says the explosion was caused by a misfired Palestinian rocket that was aimed at Israel. couple problems with that. We'll get into it on the other side. We'll take a deep look at the various accusations and the proof provided for both. I I think when looking at it just objectively, I think the people you're going to blame for destroying a hospital in Gaza – are the people who, for the last week, have indiscriminately bombed every building in Gaza? I think it might be the people who have actually gone out of their way publicly to make official statements about how they were going to bomb hospitals, warning hospitals they were going to be bombed, and in fact bombing hospitals. So, I mean, that's just me. I know that most people uh, will hear this as uh, well. Anyway, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into. It. I mean, it's it's a really fascinating case study of the information war. How information is deployed in war, and how the the lies and talking points from Israel just spread like wildfire. It's pretty incredible. I mean, Benjamin Netanyahu came out with a statement, just uh, wholly deceptive, completely baseless, and yet I've seen like, every big right wing Israel supporter repeated almost word for word. We'll, we'll get into the bizarre nature of this talking point, the the psychological operations being carried out, and the uh, failure to put a convincing story forward. Meanwhile, Israel says no negotiations over hostages. We're going to eliminate Hamas. The Israeli government delivered a resolute message on Saturday affirming its unwavering stance against negotiating with the Palestinian terrorist organization Hamas for the release of approximately 10 to 200 Israeli and international hostages. The reasoning behind this uncompromising position, according to Chizaki Hanagibi, the head of Israel's National Security Council, is grounded on the intent to dismantle Hamas rather than salvage it. So sorry, uh, hostages, you are now uh, human shields and Israel will kill you. Pretty incredible. The estimated number of hostages held by Gaza terror group stands at 150 to 200. Uh, The statements have elicited strong reactions from the families of the Israeli hostages who have already taken to the streets in protest, urging the government to explore all available avenues, including negotiation, to secure the release of their loved ones. And in fact, Hamas has said they will release all of the hostages all at once if Israel stops the bombing campaign. And Israel decided, no, no, now we have the excuse. We will eliminate you completely. Oh yeah, and then there's uh, political news. Uh, Jim Jordan and his allies scramble to pick up more GOP votes before the second speaker vote on Wednesday. Thrilling stuff. Honestly, uh, to, um, I'm on the edge of my seat. Will Jim Jordan be Speaker of the House? Does it matter? Who cares? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I, I don't know. Over. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Finally, Vitamin Mineral Fusion is back in stock and now available for 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This specially formulated drink mix gives your body the essential vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and other beneficial compounds that support optimum health. Vitamin Mineral Fusion goes above and beyond the standard of vitamins and trace minerals. Our exclusive formula is loaded with 34 key ingredients, including vitamin C, E, D, B12, calcium, magnesium, zinc, selenium, L-glutamine, CoQ10, alpha-lipoic acid, folic acid, riboflavin, and much more. Aside from bolstering your bodily functions, this drink mix is naturally delicious. And unlike capsules and vitamin pills, it's truly a pleasure to the taste buds. So if you haven't already, mix it up and take your health to the next level with vitamin mineral fusion today. Now
2: 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarstore.com.
1: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: Welcome back, folks. This is the American Journal. A lot of news to cover today, a lot of videos to show you. At least half my videos are about the Gaza strike. and We'll get to that. We'll open up the phone lines for your calls later this show as well. We're going to have to look at uh, what happened in Gaza yesterday, the attack on the El Alhi hospital. We're going to try to solve this mystery. It's a mystery after all. We need Scooby and the gang on the case to figure out. We're going to ask questions. We're going to ask who did this. We're also going to ask why Israel did this. It's been, it's a pretty incredible like series of events that happened. Basically there was this Massive attack on a hospital following over a week of saturation bombing by Israel, just massive indiscriminate bombing of civilian areas inside Gaza in a stated campaign of extermination for the Palestinian people. And it was very bizarre to see this uh, hospital get bombed and all of the Israeli accounts on Twitter and, and social media who had for the last week been calling the Palestinians animals, saying they're... Were no innocents, even the babies in in uh, Gaza were guilty and slated for execution with the president of Israel saying there's no such thing as civilians. Civilian targets are legitimate targets and encouraging this wanton destruction and wholesale slaughter only then to balk at the suggestion that Israel bombed a hospital despite the fact that they were warning they were going to be bombing hospitals uh, all week. They were threatening to bomb hospitals continuously. So I, I don't understand what the shyness is here of taking credit for the thing that you've been encouraging and celebrating and saying that if you oppose it, you're anti-Semitic. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand why you wouldn't just take credit for this. After all, you've taken credit for everything else. And, I, I mean, I don't even know how to, how to explain it. Basically, Israel bombed this hospital – I'm like 100% certain. Like it's actually kind of impossible for it to be anything other than an Israeli airstrike. There's no other reasonable explanation. The only other sort of desperately concocted excuse that the Israelis have put forward is that it was a missile that was somehow intercepted and broke apart and then a piece of it fell in the hospital. It's absurd. It's complete nonsense. The Palestinians do not have rockets capable of delivering this level of explosion the explosion happens immediately as the missile lands and we'll show you the video you can hear the missile flying in landing this wasn't hitting a weapons cache that then exploded just not even been you know claims of that plus it, you look at where the bomb landed in the courtyard it doesn't even make any sense for there to be a weapons cache there it, nothing that israel is saying makes sense they're like official idf spokesman came out actually taking credit for the bombing and saying, well, it's too bad that hospital was they were being used as human shields. So, you know, it's Hamas's fault that we did this, then deleted that tweet and then said, actually, no, it was totally not us that did this. Then they're like posting videos that they claim show that it was a malfunction misfire missile from Palestine, only to have to delete those videos once people on Twitter pointed out that they were videos either from like last March Or there are others that were from like an hour before the hospital explosion. They couldn't have possibly been video evidence. So then the official Israel account on Twitter had to delete that video, pretend that didn't happen. And I can't help but see parallels between this and things like the Nord Stream pipeline explosion where it's exactly the same thing. Like we go and blow up this pipeline, cause a massive ecological disaster, cause massive economic disasters to – Western Europe, our supposed allies, and then we blame the Russians for blowing up their own pipeline. Okay, what? I mean, none of this makes sense, but to this day, the mainstream media will report on the Nord Stream pipeline as if it's a complete mystery as to who destroyed it. We don't know. It's just, uh, we're still investigating, I guess. It's absurd. America blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, Israel blew up the hospital. It's not that complicated. The fallout of this has been massive with huge protests at American embassies all over the Middle East and elsewhere. Protests even here in America um, popping up. And again, I sort of struggle to understand what the the desire is by people denying that Israel did this. I mean, is it really that much worse than anything else Israel has been doing for the last 12 days at this point? I mean, for 12 days, they have been indiscriminately bombing Gaza killing thousands of civilians so they killed 500 civilians at one time in a hospital somehow that's well, we would never do that when we kill 500 civilians it takes us like two or three days what what are you talking like you're on a campaign of genocide you have announced this you have made this clear nothing about blowing up a hospital is at odds with your stated desires plans policies operations so and and we actually have, like, actual video proof of what actually happened. It's it's really very obvious, and we'll show you some of that. But I think we'll start today, you know, sometimes we like to start, I like to start the show with a little bit of levity. You know, it's early in the morning. You don't want to just jump right into all the horror nonsense, but usually we, we try to start with, you know, a clip of Biden being silly, but I want to cover the uh, hospital catastrophe luckily today we don't have to choose and the videos serve both purposes this is biden's statement on the hospital while simultaneously he is an embarrassing mess that looks like he's trying not to fall asleep while dealing with the run-up to world war three it's like it's, it's crazy it's crazy we have so much chaos about to break out i'll show you videos of later day of putin essentially threatening, essentially, not literally, but more or less threatening American ships in the Middle East, just pointing out that they're within range of their Mach 9 missiles. Okay. So it's like you've got Russia basically threatening our aircraft carriers. You've got the entire Middle East on fire and getting increasingly impatient dealing with Israel. And the American president is there just like falling asleep while he's giving a press conference. It is... Monumentally disastrous. Let's go to uh, clip number four here. Here's Biden uh, saying that, you know, just like how he saw 40 decapitated babies that Netanyahu showed him, Netanyahu also guaranteed him it definitely was uh, Palestine that blew up the hospital. Clip number four.
2: I was deeply saddened and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not, not you. But there's a lot of people out there not sure. So we've got, we got to overcome a lot of things. All right, wake up,
3: Biden. We're on the cusp of World War III. You're the leader in the most powerful country in the history of the world. It's time you uh, take a caffeine pill or something. Something. Something needs to happen here. Just utterly embarrassing, and it only gets worse. Here's another statement from that same press conference, clip number 24. Sort of sums up all of uh, President Biden's presidency thus far. Let's watch.
2: You know, uh... Years ago, I asked the secretary of state when he and I were working in the Senate to write something for a man. He said, uh, he wrote a line that uh, I think is appropriate. He said, uh, it's not, we lead, uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it, I'll wait later. I'm taking too much time.
3: <clears throat> At least we don't have mean tweets anymore. Remember how mean those tweets were? Totally worth it, right? World War III, incompetent leadership, totally worth it.
4: When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of beet pollen, a gigantic dose of highest quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now, 40% off at infoworkstour.com and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints, and your energy, your stamina, accelerate, then become a regular customer for bone broth, infowarsstore.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about Infowars, about the live show, and about all the other great products, because these are great products that empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We're selling out ultimate bone broth. At InfoWarsStore.com, 40% off, about to sell out. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
1: Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands, you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison
3: Smith. Welcome back, folks. Who did it? Who bombed the Palestinian hospital? Who could it have been? Who could it be? (laughs) I don't even mean to laugh. It's a terrible disaster, but it is laughable. The claims that are being made by Israel right now—they are hysterical in more ways than one. Let's go to some of the, some videos now. So we can, uh, or we can start with just sort of—I did a, a quick rundown. This was just not very long after the explosion, but by then it was already obvious. And uh, so far, all of the evidence has uh, continued to point towards my uh, initial conclusion. I said this. uh, Was the hospital bombed by Israel or Hamas? Hmm. Hmm. Well, proof that the hospital bombing was Israel is that the initial media reports unanimously said that it was, in fact, Israel. An IDF spokesman and official accounts elsewhere on social media from Israel claimed that it was Israel before then deleting those tweets. Multiple videos claiming to show a misfire published by Israeli social media, were immediately debunked and then deleted. Hamas doesn't even have missiles powerful enough to make the explosion that we can see destroy the hospital. There was only one explosion, meaning it wasn't a weapons cache exploding. You could see videos of weapon caches exploding. There's always an initial explosion followed immediately by a much larger one. That's not what happened here. And the claims of there being a weapons cache at all have been pretty much destroyed at this point with the footage of the hospital and where the bomb landed and where it hit. It's literally impossible for there to have been a weapons cache there. It didn't, like it wasn't the underground that it exploded and they don't keep weapons caches in Gaza in the open air in a courtyard. That's absurd. So we can just write off that excuse immediately. Uh, Israel, by the way, has been indiscriminately bombing Gaza for almost two weeks at this point. Israel officials repeatedly made the claim that civil targets are in fact legitimate and that there are no innocent people in Gaza, meaning that, They said they would do this, and then they did it. Uh, The rocket appears to be an American-supplied JDAM missile. We'll show you why people suspect that in just one second. And finally, Israel warned the hospital they would be bombed. So you've got the IDF saying, we're going to bomb your hospital. Then the hospital gets bombed, and then they say, no, that wasn't us. We didn't do it. kind of absurd. Now, the proof that Hamas did it is that Israel said so. So the proof that Israel did it is like you know 10 bullet points with incontrovertible evidence uh, that it was in fact and could only have been Israel that did this but the evidence that Hamas did it is that Israel says so. So I guess I guess you know we can go on their word. After all uh, 40 dead babies the you know uh, massacre at the music festival the mistreatment of hostages Sure they've lied about all of that in the last week, but the hospital, no, I mean they wouldn't they wouldn't lie about this, would they? Of course they would. They've destroyed their own legitimacy completely outright. I mean, it's gone. And that's actually an important important point of this is that they've lied so continuously, so egregiously, so outrageously and so unnecessarily that it does not matter what the authorities say anymore. Nobody cares. Nobody in the Middle East is going to buy the Israeli lie, whatever they come up with, no matter how many you know, audio phone calls they claim to release or like maps. I keep seeing people posting maps of the area being like, see, this is the rocket position. Here's the hospital. And it's like, what, what, is a, what is showing me a map going to do? Palestine does not have missiles big enough to cause the explosion. It is a physical impossibility but you're showing me maps okay all right great maps wonderful it doesn't matter what they say because they've completely lost all credibility whatsoever because of their hysterical and unnecessary lies like the 40 decapitated babies it was a bad terrorist attack people died innocent people died people were ripped from their homes hostages were killed some by Israeli forces yes that's true but it was bad already why make up an extra lie to make it seem extra bad, that gets immediately debunked, that the people who reported it immediately walk it back, say, oh, I didn't say that, I didn't see anything. Well, actually, no, it's not totally true. And then continue to tell the lie. It it just, it makes no sense. It's like your dishonesty is like pathological. It's not good. And just about all the reports on the ground recognize this and report this, and then get called anti-Semitic and get claim. and the claim is that they believe this. And this is one of the weird claims. This is one of the weird like repeated claims that we keep seeing over and over where people go, uh, the New York Times and the BBC, they all reported that uh, this bombing was by Israel based solely on the claims of the terrorist organization Hamas. It's like it's not really solely on their claims, right? It's just that their claims align with everything else. If Hamas had never claimed anything or if the Palestinian health authority had never claimed anything – It would not be a stretch to immediately blame Israel for this. After all, they've been bombing civilian infrastructure continuously. They've threatened to bomb hospitals. I don't need to go over the list over and over. But it's this – it's just a weird part of the info war psychological sort of thing where they claim that you're making – you're saying that Israel is probably responsible for this because you're either an anti-Semite. You hate Jews for no reason, so you're just making things up, just like – I I just keep imagining like Ted Bundy be like, they're just anti-Ted Bundyans. That's why they're blaming me for killing the women. It's like, really? I think it might be because of the dead woman in your trunk. Uh, You know, it's like, it's not this. Nobody's just believing the terrorist claims and just being totally fooled. What happened is directly in line with Israel's continuous behavior. So even if they'd never made a claim, we would still be saying this. Even if Israel was composed of nothing but, Mongolian Buddhist. it would still be obvious it was them. It has nothing to do with their identity. It has to do with their behavior on a continual basis that hasn't ended and the statements that they've made and the genocidal rhetoric from their leadership and the bombs that they've already dropped on hospitals a hundred times this year. So what are you talking about? None of this makes any sense. It's all absurd. It's all nonsense. We'll start with a video of the actual bombing itself. I actually got this from... Uh, A Lebanese Telegram channel long before it was on Twitter. So far, this has been one of the only videos. There's a few more, but one of the only ones that's like verified this is the bombing. This is a video of the event that took place. Nobody even contests that. Uh, And you'll hear it. It's important that you hear it because it's not just seeing it, but you can hear the missile coming in and exploding. Clip number 14, Gaza Hospital bombing video from Telegram. Let's watch
4: Ya Allah! Ya Allah!
5: They're of course
3: yelling, oh my god, oh my god. Did that sound like shrapnel falling? Did that sound like a missile was intercepted and a chunk of it fell onto a hospital that exploded? (laughs) I mean, you can just hear it. Like it was a missile strike. It's not hard to understand. Very simple. If we want to watch it again, let's watch it again. Listen to it again, hear it again. This is the missile falling on the hospital that the IDF wants you to believe was a tiny little Palestinian rocket about this big that got intercepted somehow. They claim it got intercepted by the Iron Dome deep inside Gaza. That's not how the Iron Dome works. The Iron Dome doesn't even intercept missiles inside Gaza. This makes no sense. Or they're claiming it's a misfire. They're claiming everything they can because it's obvious that they're guilty. It's just, this is stupid. All the speculation is stupid, and we'll, we'll get into how stupid it is and all the various reasons why it's stupid on the other side, but let's just watch that video again. Here's the video of the hospital being struck. If you believe that uh, uh, this is falling debris, you need to get your hearing checked. That was it. That was it, wasn't it? There you go. Uh, We can show you some graphic aftermath uh, footage of this. But we have MSNBC and BBC both on the ground there in Gaza. Trying to be fair, like trying to be like, well, it could be Israel, but being like, but it's this, like it was Israel. It had to have been Israel. It's impossible for this to have been Palestine. We have to put this argument to rest. We have to settle this once and for all because everybody from Don Bongino to Seb Gorka is saying Otherwise. Where
4: were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting, World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to Infowars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the great awakening, defeating the globalists, and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War for the World. It's a longer book, quite frankly, a more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to sense it number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the InfoWar. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfowardStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support, but this is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with the globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war, but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon.
1: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: All right, welcome back, folks. This is American Journal. We're going to Talk about sort of the fallout of the hospital strike on the other side, massive demonstrations all across the Middle East, across Europe, even here in America, in opposition to the ongoing genocide in Gaza that has American support. Uh, we'll get into that in the next hour. We'll open up the lines for phone calls as well. In this segment, we're going to continue to discuss the the who done it. Who could it have been? Who could it have been? It was Israel. That's the answer, but we'll talk about why. Do do want to remind you to go to Infowarsstore.com. In fact, I have right here with me The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalists and Launching the Next Great Renaissance by Alex Jones. It's a follow-up to The Great Reset book. This one has a more uh, optimistic view. It's got reviews by Tucker Carlson, Bill Mayer. Bill Maher, uh, Joe Rogan with a forward by Stephen K. Bannon and others. It is a a hefty tome of knowledge and you can uh, pre-order it now, I understand. In the Great Awakening, the most persecuted man on earth, Alex Jones, gives you the good news about the failing plans of the globalists who control humanity. And that's what we're seeing right now in evidence across the Middle East and everywhere, really. As the globalist schemes to indoctrinate and seduce us into their open-air prison planet have failed, and so they're moving to World War III. And we'll talk a little bit more about not just fallout to the the hospital bombing but why this contributes to the desired plan of World War III, basically in an attempt to prevent the economic collapse that they have programmed into our existence. So – the uh, economy is on the brink of total collapse, way worse than 2008, way worse than we've seen in a very long time. And perhaps to stave off that inevitability, the powers that be are willing to launch a third world war. I will talk about why that would be useful for them and how they've done this before. But let's get back to this hospital bombing. Uh, clip number eight here is the BBC reporting from the hospital. Again, all the evidence points towards Israel, and that's simply what they uh, report here. This, of course, is being posted by Israelis saying this is uh, anti-Semitic. This is uh, – they're they're listening to the te- – they're just believing the, what the terrorists say, and Israel would never just bomb civilians like this. I mean they have for the last 12 days. I mean actually earlier today they, they bombed a refugee camp and killed like uh, 80 innocent civilians, so why 80 is – Uh, but 500 isn't it? I mean, none of this makes any sense. So uh, here's BBC on the ground reporting sort of begrudgingly that it kind of had to be Israel that did this, kind of had to be. Let's watch.
2: The Israeli military has been contacted uh, for comment, and they have said
3: that they are investigating. But, uh, you know, it is hard
1: to
2: see what else this could be, really, given the size of the explosion, other than an Israeli airstrike or several airstrikes.
3: Uh, Because, you know, when we've seen rockets being fired out of Gaza, uh, we never
2: see uh, explosions of that scale. We might see uh, half a dozen, maybe a few more people being killed in such rocket attacks. But we've
3: never seen anything uh, on the scale of the sort of explosion on the video I was watching
2: earlier, uh, which, as you say, is still to be verified.
3: Yeah, it doesn't exist. The Palestinian rockets uh, aren't big enough to cause this explosion. So it was Israel. It was Israel. And that's that. But we can add more uh, evidence to this. Here is – let's see. I have uh, an MSNBC clip as well. Uh, Clip number 12, an MSNBC reporter challenges Israeli claims that Hamas bombed the Gaza hospital. Clip 12
5: this is an absolutely classic fog of war situation and we should be really clear NBC News is not able to get into Gaza right now the Israeli border is sealed the Egyptian border is sealed our teams are not able to get there and to verify this directly we should also say that the Israeli military at this point is not providing any evidence to back up its claims that this was a Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket. They are citing intelligence that they have not yet made public. We should also say that this kind of death toll is not what you normally associate with Palestinian rockets. These rockets are dangerous. They are deadly. They do not tend to kill hundreds of people in a single strike in the
3: In fact, uh, over the last 12 years, thousands and thousands and thousands of Palestinian rockets have been fired at Israel, and I believe they've killed a total of 33 people. So they killed 500 people with this strike on the hospital, but in the last 12 years, they've only managed to kill 33 prior to this. So, again, none of this makes any sense. Why Israel would even be denying this? I mean it it does nothing but damage their own credibility. But a couple other important things that the reporters said there – one was that they're not actually allowed into Gaza, which is you know another convenient thing. I mean Israel has bombed and killed dozens of reporters already in this conflict, meaning that any information that we get is going to be by necessity uh, incomplete, not as good as it would have been if Israel hadn't been killing the reporters. People were saying, oh, they don't want people around to be able to report on their atrocities, and that appears to have been true and is now coming to fruition. They also say the Israeli army, they didn't provide any, but they've launched an investigation. Well, you don't need an investigation to determine whether or not you bombed a a place. Like that's that's a bizarre response from Israel. If they really didn't do it, they would say, no, we didn't do it. We don't even have planes in that area. It's impossible for us to have done that. There's no way. We don't know what it was, like, but it definitely wasn't us because our planes weren't even in the air at that point. We didn't even fire missiles in that direction. Like it would be – they know. They know that they did it. And so they're like, well, we're going to have to launch an investigation. We'll have to check out the the webcams in the neighborhood, see if we can't piece together what happened. Well, there's just a giant screen of just like every jet in the air, uh, you know, real-time stats, position, armament, just right behind them. And and they know. They know they did it. This is stupid. This is just – it's just another piece of evidence of their blatant deception to get us into war because they want the war to expand because they don't want this to quietly simmer down. It's not just that. We have statements from the uh, Palestinian authority, the medical authority, not Hamas, but the the Palestinian medical authority. We have statements from the doctors that were there, the director of the hospital, multiple doctors that were there, actually, Uh, the ambassador to Japan from Palestine uh, claimed that – uh, the hospital was warned the hospital director claimed that israel warned them they were going to be bombed told them to evacuate he said we can't they bombed it anyway i mean they bombed the hospital it's just this is the whole argument so stupid it, here to me is sort of the most damning piece of evidence we saw the video from very close by a second ago this is another video from far away clip number 15 it wasn't a missile crashing at, at an israeli jet flaring and it was a uh, Israeli jet flaring and moving upward just as it bombs so clip number 15 let's watch this and we may need to pull it up on a screen so I can so I can point to it but uh, let's go ahead and roll clip 15 now so here you see rockets being fired on the right side of the screen upwards these are the uh, Islamic jihad missiles that they were blaming and then if you look on the left side you see the flares appear in the air just as the bomb lands so those are flares from an Israeli jet because Palestine actually has anti- aircraft missiles or uh yeah it has palestine has anti-aircraft missiles so the israeli jets use flares uh, as a self-defense mechanism and so you can see the flares in the air there that those are flares being dropped by a jet at the exact same time uh, that the bomb explodes right there in the middle of the screen and that's the hospital being hit it's not anywhere near the rockets being launched from palestine it's way over to the right wouldn't make any sense for it to be in the line of the trajectory at all Uh, but it does line perfectly with the flares fired by the jet that immediately banks and uh, disappears. So it was Israel. It was a jet. Uh, I'm not going to, I just, frankly, I'm not going to believe anybody telling me otherwise. And I'm going to be very suspicious about why they're trying to frame this as something other than exactly what it is, which is the continuation of the stated Israel policy of eradicating uh, Gaza completely. Now, one of the people who sort of, in the center of all this uh, conflict is a guy named Hananya Naftali. Now, he is an official IDF spokesman, and he put out a tweet immediately after this bombing that said, Breaking, Israeli Air Force struck a Hamas terrorist base inside a hospital in Gaza. Multiple number of terrorists are dead. It's heartbreaking that Hamas is launching rockets from hospitals, mosques, schools, and using civilians as human shields. So probably this was before they realized how bad it was. And this was the official statement, same as all the other statements they've made when they've killed civilians. They say, well, they were human shields, so they deserve to die. Uh, and then they realized just how bad that looked. And they said, OK, let's, let's change that. They took that tweet down and put up another tweet that says, the mysterious explosion in Gaza. Hamas blames Israel for this. I believe it's either a failed rocket that hit the hospital or something that was done on purpose in order to get international support. It changed his tune, deleted the original tweet, and is now like actually it was Hamas that did it. Totally embarrassing. The IDF official spokesperson admitted it was an Air Force strike, and they realized how bad it was. Now they're trying to walk it back. Benjamin Netanyahu, Benjamin Netanyahu is lying to Biden, and then Biden is lying to the rest of the world, and we Americans are going to pay the price for it. I'll tell you about that on the other side. Stay with us,
4: my fellow patriots. The trafecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out. For years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at InfoWarsStore.com for 40% off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for a limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus or Real Red Pill Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale, 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on air.
1: Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch
3: it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the front lines of the information war. There's a lot more videos to show you. We're going to talk about the fallout to the hospital airstrike that occurred, killing upwards of 500 innocent civilians. Play a couple more videos about it here. I uh, Just give you an idea, here's clip number 13. This was the Gaza hospital. It was the only Baptist hospital. Although people are saying it's Baptist, other people are saying it's um, Anglican-run, which would be like Episcopalian Church of England. Uh, regardless, it was a Christian hospital in Gaza, which that existence alone should go a pretty long way towards debunking the claims made by, again, so many like right-wing war hawk people, people I generally like and other people I don't like. Right. Both on the same side on this. Don Bongino, usually she's pretty good at, at analysis in the political world. He is like the if the Palestinians want to kill the Jews, they want to kill you, too. And it's like, really, because there's like churches and, and Christian host- there's Christians in Palestine. Like, what are you talking about? And why are you framing this like they're attacking Israel because Israel is Jews? They're attacking Israel because they want their land back. Even if you don't agree that they deserve it, even if you're like, "Well, you lost, you have to leave," like it to frame it so dishonestly just destroys any argument that you have. So just stop it. Just stop doing this. None of this makes any sense. So uh, let's go to clip number thirteen. This is the uh, Gaza Hospital, the Al Alhi Hospital. Just a, a few hours before Israeli uh, war bomb uh, warplanes bombed it last uh, night. There we go nice little courtyard, kids playing around. It was a place of sanctuary. It's helping to clean up the area yeah <laughs> did you say that on air yeah. all, all Israel sees are well they're animals see these animals see these uh, guilty animals that deserve to die for the crimes of Hamas look at these look at these vicious terrorists they're all complicit they're all complicit on the Hamas attacks and there are no innocents in Gaza Civilians are legitimate targets. All the Look at these little legitimate targets running around here, according to the uh, president of Israel. Yeah. So, you know, obviously they deserve to die, according to Israel. But they didn't do it. Uh, but they didn't do it. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Now, there's also statements from, like, multiple uh, doctors at this uh hospital, even the director of the hospital, said that they were warned um, that this attack was coming. We can go to uh, clip number 10 here. This is a doctor describing the genocide that just took place. He is surrounded by a pile of dead bodies. Let's watch.
6: This is really a genocide. You can see all the dead bodies behind me, all of these casualties. They tried to find a safe place in the only Christian hospital in Gaza. Al-Ahli National Hospital, Arab National Hospital. It's the only Christian hospital in Gaza. They tried to find a safe place. They tried to find a shelter. And they have been attacked by a barbaric bombardment. And all of these casualties came to the hospital, came as body parts, amputated, without any like signs of life. We have received many casualties today in this massacre. This is really a genocide according to the international humanitarian law if you know what is the international humanitarian law the hospital is supposed to be a safe place it's supposed to be a shelter for the displaced people and this is one of my neighborhood this is one of my neighborhood his home is completely destroyed he tried to find a safe place
3: yeah total massacre total disaster and i get i mean i like i said i don't I don't want to spend the whole show on this, so we'll, we'll wrap up coverage of this in the next hour. We'll talk about the fallout to it, and we'll look forward and see what the effects of this are going to be as we in the run-up to World War III. The problem is there are so many people on the right wing in America who are continuing to spread the lie that Hamas did this to themselves, and we have to counteract it with every piece of evidence we got because it's over.
1: Watching the American Journal with your host Harrison Smith.
3: Welcome back, folks. We may be on the cusp of conflict with Iran and Russia and others. Israel says no negotiations. I give some of the latest numbers here. The official numbers for the attack on the Baptist Hospital. Is 471 people were killed, 314 wounded, of which 28 are in critical condition. This according to the Palestinian Ministry of Health. So far, 3,478 people have been killed and more than 12,000 injured in Israel attacks on the Gaza Strip, the Palestinian Ministry of Health announced. Meanwhile, in the West Bank of Gaza, or I'm sorry, the West Bank of uh, Israel, Palestine, 62 people have died and more than 1,300 have been injured. Now the West Bank, I remind you, is not actually under the control of Hamas. So it's just they're like, we are doing this very specifically just to target Hamas. It's like, well, what about the West Bank? Well, we're killing them too. (laughs) Okay, great, murderous rampage, fantastic. Glad America is backing this up and taking all the heat for the consequences. Really thought this out, didn't you? It really is something else. And again, I don't want to. Spend all the time on this hospital. I think what I've laid out in the first hour is pretty much incontrovertible evidence that this took place. But the reason I feel the need to continue on this crusade of truth is because you have so many people on the right wing, people that I'm sure shares audience, audiences with us uh, that are just lying outright about this in really egregious and I'd say in ways dangerous deceit, deception. And they all use the same claims and most of those claims were sourced directly from uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. You've got Sebastian Gorka saying, so it was a Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket that landed on the Gaza hospital, but the Jew haters had to blame Israel. Oh yeah, those people that blamed Israel for bombing Gaza when they've been on a 12-day bombing Gaza campaign, they're just anti semitic they just hate Jews, that's what it is. You see how simple this deflection is? It's nonsense. It's because they don't have an argument. It's because it's obvious it was Israel. It's because they know that what Israel did was a war crime and a crime against humanity and a vicious attack against innocent people at a place of safe harbor that was unnecessary, illegitimate, a war crime. They know this. That's why they're trying to deceive you about it. That's why they're trying to cover it up, which makes them complicit, which makes them – Evil as well. You gay whale. Ben Shapiro, same thing, right? Watching the news since October 7th is like watching all of Jew-hating history condensed into a 12-day period. Holocaust-level pogrom, Holocaust denial, blood libel, assurances by all the right people that the Jews ought not defend themselves. (laughs) Okay. Was bombing the hospital defending yourself, Ben? I mean, this is so unbelievably stupid. We're defending ourselves. We're just dead children everywhere. Oh, you're saying I can't defend myself? It's the thing. And the people in Israel, we've shown you the clips before, people in Israel are getting pissed at this. These warmongering psychopaths, are using Israel, using Jews, using the Holocaust and pogroms, using the history of uh, trauma, activating the trauma-based mind control in the the Jewish people that listen to them in order to commit war crimes. Like, what is wrong with you people? Again, I, I love Israel. I have a lot of Israeli friends. I don't want anything bad to happen to Israel. You think Israel's in a better place now or on October 7th with Tehran uh, opening making openly making threats or like raising a black flag above their mosque. You've got tens of thousands of people storming embassies in Lebanon and Jordan and Turkey and uh, Qatar. You've got uh, essentially full mobilization of Syrian regiments on their way to Israel. You think you think you're better off now? What you're doing is not for the benefit of Israel. What you're doing is some sort of psychopathic drive of, of eradication Based on your participation in this weird religious globalist cult. All the, all the Jew haters out there blaming Israel for doing the things that he keeps doing. I mean, come on. This is absurd. But they all say it. Dan Bongino. Looks like the savages blew up their own hospital and killed hundreds of their own people. You shouldn't be surprised though. This is what savages do. Almost word for word, repeating what Benjamin Netanyahu posted on his Twitter. He said it uh, similarly elsewhere. Dan Bongino, looks like the demon savages. I'm sorry, can we, uh, can we just pull up clip uh, 13 again while I read this? Uh, just in the background, we don't need to hear it or anything. Uh, but I just, wanna, I just want, uh, I want images of the demon savages. Okay, here you go. Looks like the demon savages likely bombed their own hospital and killed their own people. No surprise, that's what demon savages do. Look at these demon savages these complicit terrorists. Again, I like I liked Dan Bongino most of the time. What's gotten into him now, who's to say? Who's to say? So again, we, uh, we aren't going to keep spending time on this because you've got people like Sebastian Gorka and Dan Bongino, you know, all the respectable conservative alternative media. We rage against the mainstream media, but we suck the boots of Israel every chance we get. And it's sickening. Again, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of terrorists, not a big fan of bombing hospitals, not a big fan of ethnic blood feuds over desert land. I'm just not a big fan of any of this, but lies have to be pointed out. War crimes have to be illustrated, and the perpetrators have to be punished, and the people who give them cover in the media have to be called out for it. Just doing my job here, folks. Benjamin Netanyahu, the entire world should know it was a barbaric terrorist in Gaza that attacked the hospital in Gaza, not the IDF. Those who brutally murdered our children also murder their own children. That's one of the talking points that you just see over and over. Again, sort of paraphrased by Dan Bongino, saying that's what demon savages do. They killed Israelis, now they're killing Palestinians. Demon savages. Yeah, just, just yeah, dehumanize the uh, innocent victims. Wonderful. Hope that uh, you know calms your guilt at killing them, or helping to kill them, or watching them be killed. Now, again, a lot of the controversy about this is from this guy named Hananya Naftali because he is an official IDF spokesman who immediately after the attack came out, saying, yes, the Israeli Air Force did strike a Hamas uh, terrorist base inside a hospital in Gaza, saying multiple numbers of terrorists are dead, saying it's heartbreaking that Hamas is launching rockets from hospitals, mosques, schools, and using civilians as human shields. Oh, his his heart is broken, folks. His heart breaks. (laughs) Which is interesting because he is uh, like friends with Netanyahu. In fact, here's a picture of him hanging out with Netanyahu. And uh, clip number 18 is a clip of this guy, uh, Hananya Naftali, talking about how he is with the IDF on the front lines of the information war being put in charge of controlling the narrative online. Let's go now to clip number 18.
6: Shalom, everybody. I've been called up from the front line to a different front the digital warfare. The prime minister has called me to join this task force here behind me that is fighting fighting around the clock to fight and defend Israel in the media. There is a war between good and evil. And Israel's battle is your battle as well because there is a lot of misinformation, a lot of hate, blind hate, anti-Semitism, And lies. We all have to fight it together. So I call you to stand on the right side of history. Take a stand, a bold stand for Israel, and together we are going to win this war. There is no other option. Thank you very much.
3: Mm. By the way, Israel, the official at Israel account on X. Uh, it says, breaking IDF spokesperson, from the analysis of the operational systems of the IDF, an enemy rocket barrage was carried out towards Israel, which passed through the vicinity of the hospital when it was hit. According to intelligence services, several sources we have, so they're claiming that, um, you know, this was a, a rocket attack from Hamas, and they posted a video with that tweet. Uh, the video was not of the event that they were claiming to describe, so they reposted it, deleted the video, kept all the text there. So, we were writing all of this text based on the evidence that was in the video. And the video turned out to be false. So they delete the video, but keep all of the statements based on the video. So the video was fake. The video was being used as evidence for the statement. They took down the video. They kept up the statement. They're lying. They're deceiving you. They're not deceiving me. I, I, I hope they're not deceiving you.
4: I'll be right back. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. Like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get... Three or four thousand bottles of each one of these. I think we've got four thousand bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about four thousand bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in, and we've got about three thousand bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at Infowarstore.com. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the Globals bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com.
1: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: back folks again it's important to spend the necessary time to debunk the lies about what's happening in gaza lies i still can't really wrap my head around why they're even telling them you spend 12 days calling for genocide you spend 12 days calling these people animals and demon savages dehumanizing them killing thousands of them killing Hundreds, if not thousands, of children. And when confronted with this, you say, too bad they deserve it. They're being used as human shields. Nobody in Gaza is innocent. And you blow up a hospital. So it's like, did you blow up that school? And they're like, yeah, hell yeah, we did. Well, did you threaten this hospital? Yeah, of course. Of course we threatened that hospital. Okay, well, did, you, did you bomb this apartment building? Yeah, we bombed that one too. All right, would well, you bomb this hospital? What, what, us? Us bomb a hospital again? No, Never. It would, it would never happen. It's you hate Jews. That's what it is. It's that you hate Jews. That's why you're accusing us of this. Nonsense. This is all nonsense. Now, I, I would hope that clear eyed understanding people would get which side you can trust on this. See, we are the side that says we love Palestine. We love Palestinians. We love Israel. We love Israelis. We don't want anything bad to happen to either side. We want this madness to end, and we'll point out the lies that the liars tell. The other side is saying, if you accuse us of anything, or you, if you criticize us whatsoever, you hate Jews, and also we think Palestinians are demon savages. Who, which side do you think is going to be the fair one—the people that demonizes? Uh, you know, one. Group of people as, as demon sav- eyes, right? They're calling them demons. Demon savages, animals, worth less than humans. They're all guilty. Or the side that says we actually love both people on both sides, and we don't want to see children being killed. I've always had a standing thing, and I, I talk about it quite a bit, where like I don't really block anybody even though – and I, you know I thought I had to deal with the worst people in the world before – you know, Black Lives Matter people in Antifa and just scumbags on the left just lying continuously. I don't block any of them. I only block people who accuse me of being a shill of any sort, who accuse me of all people of being controlled somehow by some force. You're you're a NASA shill. You're a Freemason shill. You're a Zionist shill, right? You're pretty clear. All this is absurd at this point. So I don't I don't warrant that. I don't I don't stand for that. So if you So that was like a standard thing. I didn't care who it was or what they were saying. If you insinuate or make a claim that I'm a shill, I'm going to block you. I've had to add a new rule to this blocking list, and that's if you do anything to justify the killing of children. I can't believe I have to actually put this rule into effect. We'll publish a video of a kid like weeping, talking about how his cousin was just killed by Israel, and people being like, um – but are they being used as human shields? And it's just like, nope, I don't want to hear that. I can't even believe you exist. This is absurd. Block anybody that justifies killing children. There is no justification for this. I would think we would all understand this. I'd block anybody that that calls for Israeli children being killed as well. But we're called the hateful people. We're called the hateful ones. We're called the anti-Semites. We're called the the bigots and the terrorists okay wonderful now we can see we just played a little bit of it clip 11 graphic footage of the aftermath of idf's airstrike on al-alhi baptist hospital again we have to play this for you i don't want to but we have to because you have people online right now i think i saw just saw robbie starbuck go uh looks like hamas lied nobody actually died from this or some some ridiculous claim eli david uh palestinian lies israel attacked the hospital 500 killed the fact is islamic jihad's misfired rocket hit the hospital and this is the actual damage yeah nothing yeah no big deal all right well let's go to clip number uh clip number 11 here graphic footage of the aftermath of idf's airstrike on al-hali baptist hospital so here you actually see the ground littered with bodies actually see the bloody aftermath of this event but then they clean it up then they take a picture of it and they say see nobody died you literally just see body parts littering the ground it's disgusting we can take it down but just this happened to claim that this didn't happen is to co-sign and give cover for a war crime
0: of horrific proportion can i weigh in here for a second yeah So um, an interesting uh, piece of news that I saw uh, out of uh, Citizen Free Press, um, a Quinnipiac poll um, shows that Americans uh, believe Israel um, at 61 percent. Uh, versus 13% of Americans believing uh, Palestinians, you know, version of the conflict. Of the the whole um,
3: conflict or of the hospital bombing is the whole thing?
0: Of the hospital bombing. Oh, the hospital hospital bombing, Yes, believes that uh, Israel is in the right. Um, So uh, this is a trend, and um, I would not be surprised if more right-wing, you know, pundits and everything like that, again, take that side that is more popular. Right. Right, because uh, there's there's clear stuff. So, yeah, you can put that on the screen, yeah. So this is the trend. What you know about the situation in the Middle East, uh, do your sympathies lie more with the Israelis or more with the Palestinians? So... Yeah, you're going to see a lot more people coming out uh, in defense of Israel, and they're going to be using that rhetoric of human shields. You know, mm-hmm. hum- um, human is, shields. And, and, and this, terrorists this is, kill our people; they kill their own people. This is what demons do. Yeah, exactly. And this is the the same rhetoric that was used uh, back in Iraq uh, mm-hmm. in the Iraq War, and um, you know when th- that's what what made uh, Julian Assange's collateral damage video right so damning because you heard. Uh, US troops saying, you know, kill the MF or you know, mm-hmm. let's let's roast that dude. And you know, people saying, hey, we don't know if that's a, and they're like torch him. Right. So yeah, it's uh it's pretty bad.
3: Right. And and that's a great example to bring up because you you see an event like that and you just try to put yourself in the mindset of somebody who would like try to cover that up or try to deny it. Or think that like, well, for the sake of of American reputation and prestige, we need to you know, lie about this and claim that it isn't happening. It's like when something like this happens, it doesn't matter if you're Israeli. It doesn't matter if you're Jewish. It doesn't matter if you're Muslim or anything. You should be able to condemn this. You should be able to say this is bad. This was unwarranted. You know, we want to get to the truth and figure out who it was, but whoever it was should pay for it, even even if it's us, even if it's our side. They can't do that. Instead, they all trust Benjamin Netanyahu, who's already lied about multiple things just during this uh, last 12-day excursion. Keith Woods has a report on this. Responding to Joel Powell, again, head of Breitbart, editor of Breitbart, says, Going forward, Palestinian sources in this war should be treated as if they have zero credibility until proven otherwise. Likewise, mainstream media outlets and politicians who jump to irresponsible conclusions – Keith Woods responds, well, it was Israeli sources that gave us the fake stories of 40 beheaded babies, mass rapes, babies being ripped out of pregnant women, and now contradictory stories of where the missile that blew up the hospital in Gaza was launched from. Israel has zero credibility here. Again, they can just stop lying. Feel free, you guys. Feel free to stop lying anytime. Feel free to try to rebuild that trust that you have eviscerated over the last two weeks. And this is an example of a kind of bizarre thing where you've got the New York Times stealth editing its headline, and this image is being posed by both sides as if this is evidence of their claims. Starts with Israeli strike kills hundreds, then 500 dead in strike, and now it's just a blast. Now it's just a mysterious, uh, depersonalized blast. Kind of like when a car runs into, you know, Christians in a terrorist attack, but it's just a car attack.
4: Well, this was just a blast. today at InfoWarsStore.com, either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
1: You're listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at
3: band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. Just give you one final summation of what we've talked about here. Here's the reasons why I believe it's incontrovertible that Israel is 100% responsible for the attacks on uh, the attack on the hospital first of all initial media reports unanimously said that it was before later changing headlines you can see the evidence of this in the new york times israeli strike kills hundreds in hospital palestinians say then at least 500 dead and strike on and strike on gaza hospital removing israel's complicity there and then it just becomes at least 500 dead in blast at gaza hospital palestinians say okay so initial media reports all said it from bbc nbc abc they all said it was an Israeli airstrike, only to then later walk it back. IDF spokesperson also claimed it was an Israeli attack. Hananya Naftali, official appointed by Netanyahu, uh, information warrior for Israel, said Israeli Air Force struck a ha- uh, Hamas terrorist base inside a hospital in Gaza, okay, admitted that, later deleted it. Multiple, vid- multiple videos, such as this one, claimed to... Uh, Claimed to show a misfire, claimed to show it was a Palestinian missile, were all debunked, and they had to delete it. Here's the uh, Israeli IDF saying analysis of the operational systems, posting a video that wasn't at the right time, wasn't the right area, didn't show anything they claimed it showed, had to delete that as well. On top of that, Hamas does not have missiles powerful enough to cause this explosion. The explosion was obviously the result of a missile attack and not a weapons cache, as you can see from the video, as you can hear. And there was no secondary explosion that you would expect if it was a weapons cache exploding. Israel has also been indiscriminately bombing Gaza for 12 days at this point. Israel officials have repeatedly made the claim that civil targets are legitimate. Rockets appear to be America-supplied JDAM rockets. G- uh, J-D-A-M rockets which are actually just a guidance system that you attach to uh, normal rockets, Israel warned hospital that they would be bombed, which I think is maybe the most damning part of all of it. When you've got the suspect uh, being reported to have threatened to do the thing he's now being accused of doing, yeah, I think that's pretty obvious. While well, the proof that the uh, hospital bombing was Hamas is that uh, Israel says so. Israel says so, so I guess, you know, we have to believe it. It is really, really, really that absurd. I, I can't believe it, but there it is. Now, finally, we have this from uh, Keith Woods. He says, in 15 years, 12,000 Palestinian rockets killed a total of 33 Israelis. But Israel wants us to believe that one of these wayward rockets killed 500 people tonight. So then he list uh, since 2001. See the number of rocket attacks, number of mortar attacks, number of dead, the number of injured. Uh, no... Single attack, or no even year of attacks, has ever been more than eight people in a single year, with 33 total. So this is up to 2015, I guess. It was 12 years of attacks with rockets, but apparently they killed 500 people with one malfunctioned rocket that they claim was intercepted by the Iron Dome, which is impossible because the Iron Dome doesn't incep- uh, intercept things that far into Gaza it's a border system it protects the border it doesn't go into gaza to blow up rockets so that doesn't make any sense or they claim it was a misfire or somehow the rocket exploded in midair and then a piece of the rocket fell in the hospital causing the damage that you saw so just to completely eviscerate and obliterate all of these claims we will once again show you the actual video of the bombing clip number 14 here it is the really only official you know uh guaranteed this is actually a legitimate video of the bombing that took place and if you believe that this was a malfunctioning rocket a piece of a rocket falling onto the hospital eh, that's absurd it's not let's watch the video again Is that uh, uh, whoops? A uh, whoopsies. Mom. It was a hand grenade sized rocket that uh, broke apart in midair. That's what that was.
0: Crazy. Also, one other thing to note about that uh, the audio from that clip is that you don't hear secondary blasts after the rocket. Or whatever it is hits the building, right? right. Um, which I've would
3: be which would be the case if it was a weapons cache exploding. Is that eight, what you're saying?
0: And that's exactly what I've seen on Twitter. A yeah. lot of people are claiming that uh, because Hamas has had a pattern of you know staging uh, combatants around civilian areas and things like that, I'm seeing that a lot of people are are saying that uh hamas stores weapons caches in hospitals and again there there's i don't know how much proof there is in this circumstance because again it's it's a a fallacy to think that oh if they've done it before they they're doing it now you know so
3: right well and it's also you know the the bomb hit a courtyard Uh, the weapons caches would be underground or at least inside the building i mean it just doesn't make any sense it just makes no sense And we also have videos of the director of the hospital saying that Israel said they were going to bomb the hospital, like warned them that they were going to bomb that hospital and uh, doctors who were actually working when the hospital was hit. But I don't even even care to play to those because it's like the people that are arguing against us think that everyone in Gaza is a a demon savage. So why wouldn't they lie, right? That's not going to convince anybody. Let's talk about the outcome of this, the fallout of this attack. Because I think that this little uh, exchange between Twitter account Distance and a guy named John Robb is very accurate. John Robb says this, The hospital bombing is beyond proof or denial, and official confirmations won't matter, and they haven't for a while. The empathy triggers from the event are being amplified globally, and a hacked fictive kinship is being forged. It's all network tribes now. So what he means by that in vocal distance uh, sort of elaborates, he says, this is correct. The empathy created by the images of the bombed hospital in Gaza will be processed by social media and synthesized into anger that will serve as fuel to power political causes whose activists can harvest that synthetic anger. So in other words, it doesn't matter what the Israeli officials say. It doesn't even matter what the Palestinian officials say. People in the Middle East especially have in their mind who they think did it. I think they're right. I think it was Israel. And they're going to act on that, and they're going to find solidarity in their opposition to this, and they're going to you know, play on the anger and the outrage this has caused. Now, I've been a little bit fired up today, and you know, Matt was mentioning it during the break, you know, talking about the, the level of emotion that this brings up. It doesn't make me emotional. To see these attacks, we've literally been seeing them continuously for the past 12 days. There's news outlets that are like, we are no longer reporting on Israel airstrikes individually because they've been continuous. Like, they're like, we don't want our feed to be nothing but Israel airstrikes, so we'll just give you the wrap up at the end of the day of what they did. So it's been continuous them bombing the hospital is shocking, it's horrifying, the videos out of it are just as disturbing as all the other videos that have come out of Gaza over the last 12 days, but that doesn't make me, you don't see the hospital and go, ah, we have to kill, that doesn't make me emotional. What makes me emotional is people lying about it, is the people deceiving everybody about it, the people using it to try to foster more support for more attacks like this. That's what infuriates me, and people like Ben Shapiro, who claim that if you, think that israel did this it's because you're an anti-semitic jew hater and that's the only reason that's what makes me mad because there's no reason for it and it it really exposes in them uh, a sickness a mental illness a bias a, a total bias that doesn't exist in any other group i have to say honestly
0: you know another thing this is you know just a piece of advice for you know people watching is uh you know this is uh, extremely contentious and, uh, you know, this, it's, it's easy to get wrapped up in this. It's easy to see, you know, these images of destruction, you know, um, and to feel a certain way about it. But you don't want to let this destroy your relationships with people that you may be, you know, discussing this with. Mm-hmm. Right. There are people who may believe other things. And that's because, again, they've got different streams of information. They're listening to different people. And again, what's popular right now, uh, as far as public sentiment, uh, according to Quinnipiac. Right. We're definitely going against the grain here on this show.
3: 100 percent. And that that is a very good point. Thank you for bringing that up. And I think. I think that's why it's important to combat things like when Ben Shapiro says you're an anti-Semite if you do this, because you've got people out there. I don't want my Jewish friends going, oh, if he believes that that was Israel, it's because he's an anti-Semite. We're trying to say, no, it's not. It's because we're looking at the facts and the evidence and coming to an unbiased conclusion.
4: I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman. You were made by the creator of the universe, who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim, I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. And that's why I want you always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's a thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists, and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset in the War for the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to sense it number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the InfoWar. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarstore.com. I want to thank you all for your support, but this is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now.
1: You're listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: Welcome back, folks. I happen to just open up this advanced copy of The Great Awakening by Alex Jones. Now on sale at Infowarsstore.com. And you can, there's a fundraiser, you can get a signed copy. Pay a little bit more, but know that your purchase goes directly towards supporting The Great Awakening and this outlet, Infowars, band.video, and the weapons array in the information war that strikes fear into the heart of globalists everywhere. Here he's talking about Novol uh, Harari, Yuval Noah Harari. I just thought this has to do with everything we're talking about. It says, I'm separating a group of people from the human family and telling you not to worry about them. Once you've stopped caring about them, once I have removed them from the circle of human compassion, I can do whatever I want with them and nobody will care. So for, of course he's talking about the, you know, uh, basically enslaving people in a, in a digital prison through drugs and AI and other things, but all of this is the same, and it, and it happens on an individual level, it happens on a group, small group level, and it happens on a, even the nation level, or even the planetary level the same way, and you can do it, you, know, you see it done with cults and small groups and families or abusive relationships Dehumanization takes place at every level, and what we're seeing now with people on the right calling innocent Palestinian people demon savages, that's exactly what they're doing. They're removing them from the circle of human compassion because then you can do whatever you want with them. And then anybody who cares about them, they're the bad guys for caring. So that's just a little, a little chunk of wisdom there from Alex Jones's new book, The Great Awakening, now on sale at Infowarsstore.com. Make a massive difference to us, and continuing this mission again to be the outliers, to be the ones on the fringes, to be the ones who are willing to say the things that nobody else seems to be willing to say. Not because we have some sort of vendetta, not because we're bigoted or biased in any way, but because so often everybody else seems to be. Everybody else seems to be biased. Everybody else seems to be hell bent on some genetic feud or ethnic, you know, quibble. We don't care about any of that. We care about the truth. We care about human lives. We care about human suffering. And we desperately want peace to reign. And, and that seems to be an ever further goal to reach. So I really do hope you can uh, support us in this mission. And I, I you know, really hope you, you understand where I'm coming from. Even if you disagree with me, I really hope you're not falling for the lie that what I'm saying is is motivated by anything other than the love of truth and the evidence I've seen with my own eyes. I mean, it sounds silly to people who don't know InfoWars, right? Because people think that InfoWars is just like all we say is nonsense. Like all I'm covering is mainstream media. Basically everything I'm covering is just like publicly available. Like uh, there's no conspiracy theory here. There's just like evidence of what's happening in mainstream media and normal articles and New York Times and Washington Journal. Like, But if you love this idea that we're like make things up or something, And so it would sound ridiculous for me to say that like, all I really have is my credibility, but our audience knows what I mean, and I mean my credibility with you. I mean that you are one of the most sophisticated (laughs) – I'm not not even trying to butter you up, but the Infowars audience, the the conspiracy theory audience, they're one of the most sophisticated and skeptical and suspicious groups of people in the world. I can't get away with anything, not that I would try, but I know that, so I don't try to get away with anything because I would get called out. The audience would call me out. The people that liked me before would stop liking me. Like, I know our audience is not willing to sit there and shrug off lies if I were to tell lies. So I can't do that. All I have is my credibility. I know that if I start lying, if I start trying to frame things in a dishonest way, if I even start to, like, obscure things in a way where I'm, I, I'm not lying, but I'm not telling the whole truth, like, you'll know. The audience will know. They'll stop watching me. They'll stop supporting us. That's just how it works. Now, th- these people think that they can just lie continuously, and, and as long as they lie enough, it'll keep going. Uh, but that's a, that's a failing strategy. It's stupid, and it's also got to be kind of difficult to keep up with all the lies. It's much easier when you just tell the truth and don't have to remember anything because you just keep telling the truth. And also, if I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong. If it comes, if there's a video that comes out, some <laughs> as as this would be, that proves that it was Hamas that blew up the hospital – uh, well, it'd have to be a really good video. It'd have to be really convincing. But I don't, I don't have a dog in the fight. If, if it was Hamas, it was Hamas. It wasn't Hamas. But if it was, I wouldn't. I'm not trying to protect them. So I don't actually hate Jews or hate Zionists. Even I, I think uh, Zionism is is not a good philosophy. I don't think it's been a good thing for the world or the area in the Middle East. Certainly not for America. I don't hate the people because I understand the drive. I can actually sympathize with Jews who. Their families were driven out in pogroms in Eastern Europe who for generation upon generation were unmoored from any land and and completely subject to crowns and empires that treated them badly, that they would have a long-held desire for a land of their own. I completely understand that. I completely get that, and I can sympathize with that. But I don't like when children are being killed, so I have to stand up against that. And that's that. And that's how I make my decisions. Now let's get into the fallout of this. And actually before we do that, I'll go ahead and open up the phone lines we'll take calls all through the second or uh, the third hour, next hour. Give us a call here, one 789 2539 one 789 2539 Give us a call now here at American Journal. Voice your opinion about everything that we've covered today. Again, it's something else that we do that just sort of reemphasizes how confident we are in everything that we say, because if I were to lie and then open up the phone lines, oh, that could be a really embarrassing thing for me, couldn't it? Wouldn't that be embarrassing to lie to you folks and then have somebody call in and and call me on it? Better to just avoid that situation entirely by telling the truth. An easy solution. So what has come about by this uh, as a result of this hospital bombing, well, massive anti-American protests, anti-Israel protests all across the Middle East, Europe, and here in America. I remind you once again that America pays for the crimes of Israel. When Israel commits crimes against innocence, it's America that receives the blame. It's you and I. It's the American people. It's our flag, our culture, our country itself receives the enmity, the ire, the, the hatred of millions and millions and millions of people who feel like For very good reason, we are responsible for allowing Israel to kill civilians by the hundreds and pay no price for it and be protected from paying a price for it by us. So I think it's time we declare independence from Israel. I think it's time that we actually be the nation we are, which is the most powerful nation in the history of the world. is a nation who can achieve anything if it puts its mind to it. That can solve any problem. We – as fallen as our nation is, and it's only going to get way worse. It's called the competency crisis. It's what happens when you decide that grading people is racist. So nobody gets grades anymore. That uh, academic achievement is not a qualification for getting into college, but your income is. When you lessen the standards piece by piece, year by year, over and over, and we're already seeing it really most terrifyingly, you might say, in the number of like close crashes that have happened at, at American airports. You don't even hear about They don't even get reported. But it's only a matter of time before a pilot slackens in his awareness for a second and 200 Americans are dead in an instant when two planes crash into each other. That's going to happen very soon if we don't uh, uh, understand and combat this trend of of collapse that we're going through. But even though we're on this path even though we're downsliding into failure and where it can go is depths that you can't even imagine i have a story about uh, south africa today let me find the headlines cuz it's so outrageous it's right here this is this is where we're headed okay folks cuz we're going down the path of south africa we're going down the path of it's racist to have standards white people are evil we're just, we're just take we're just following the path that they laid down. 55% of grade six teachers can only read at the level of grade four pupil. Report. 20% of kids are being taught by teachers who actually understand maths at their level. Again, this is in South Africa. Uh, 55% of teachers at uh, grade six level, like the sixth grade teachers, can read at the level of a fourth grade pupil. And apparently zero of the teachers have even basic knowledge of math it's like this is this is what awaits us if we keep going down the road that we're going There's total failure on every front uh, and just complete incompetence across the board but we're not there yet we're not there yet in fact we still are incredibly wealthy, incredibly capable. Our people are the best in the world at basically everything that we do. There's a reason we landed on the moon first. There's a reason that our culture dominates the globe. There's a reason that our industry created everything from automobiles to personal computers, there's a reason that America is exceptional. It's our people. It's our qualities. It's our beliefs. It's our founding. It's our liberty and freedom and individuality. These things still exist. And it's time for America to use this power that we have, to use the greatness of our nation, to bring about peace and not be the lapdog of warmongering psychopaths on a... uh, blood feud revenge mission
4: we have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's gone on and these are game-changing products like our information's game-changing these products are incredible and i'm personally glad that these are now back in stock all three of the infowars platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or four thousand bottles of each one of these I think we've got four thousand bottles of the hgh max boost that people love so much we've got about four thousand bottles of 1776 testosterone boost that just came in and we've got about three thousand bottles of pain md incredible natural pain reliever situation All three of these are back in stock and they're incredible and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com.